Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, this week we've got a ton of Black Panther news, a lot of X-Men news, and sadly, two beloved shows, one beloved, one that might have been beloved, have been canceled. (laughs) Stick around, this is Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now... Here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Merry Marvelites! Welcome back to Marvel Movie News. Unfortunately, Matt Key could not be with us today. I promise you I have not poisoned him. I have not killed him. He will be back. In fact, we're going to be changing times to Tuesday at 11 a.m. to account for Matt's schedule. Matt will return. He is missed. He is awesome. He is the key. He is the Sorcerer Supreme. Uh... So yeah, I'm not sure where Meredith is, but we'll figure that out too. Uh, with us today, we have the one, the only, the Jack Conway. Hi there, I'm Jack Conway. Um, you may know me from, uh, well, this show where I like to come and nerd out. Um, and uh, I also have a show called Punch Drunk TV, which is a podcast you can find on iTunes. And that is a show that goes live Friday, aka tomorrow. And myself and my co-host Aaron Pruner uh, yell about television and what we love and what we hate. And we're usually drinking a lot of whiskey and rum while we're doing it. So it's pretty fascinating, I think. I mean, one day we'll do this that this show that way. It's going to change everything. I highly recommend it's it. It's going to be quite the podcast. Yeah, yours is the only show I do sober. <laughs> you know, I appreciate that. Thirsty Thursdays are the dry day. Yeah, I don't know, know if I'm as good on your show because of that. But uh, it's it's great to be back. Uh, I love your fan base, and I and I love coming on the show because you guys are so supportive, and you're you're passionate the, about it. Marvelite's at the best corner of the internet, man. And and Koi and I can just talk about this stuff. I mean, we sat down here and talked for 40 minutes without having the camera on because that's just who we are. There was so, a three-hour yeah. prequel to this episode of yeah. Marvel Movie so News. So you you'll be getting uh, highlights from that. Yeah, we'll do a Twitter live chat about our conversation before. But first, I'd also like to introduce the first family of Marvel movie news, the Jacques, on the Cosmic Couch, and they came dressed to party. Oh, yeah. I just wanted to point out that we got, you know, Scarlet Witch, Jessica Jones, and Iron Man here. It's kind of a big deal. And it's Darren's birthday today. So I wanted to give some love to the Jacques because they are some of our favorite guests of all time, and they're here for his birthday, and that's pretty cool. So uh, everyone in the live chat, give them the, the, the well wishes they very much deserve. Now, we have a lot of news to discover. Uh, It is basically little tidbits of a lot of things, and most of it's actually not rumors. It's a lot of things that have now, like, you know, locked up. Yeah, legit. It's the solidifying of things. Things you mentioned before is like, yeah, I might be able to, yeah, I think a lot of things locked in this week. I hope that the old man Logan rumor that we've been putting to the test for (laughs) a year and a half now will lock up (laughs) soon, because everything we've heard is that it's coming close. But first... What would a coy-hosted Marvel movie news be without a Deadpool intro? Now, I'm saying the movie's not soon, but the more I can talk about it, the sooner it feels. <laughs> uh, now, TJ Miller came out and said that he wants to do Deadpool 2. Spoiler alert, not a surprise. Uh, and that basically, in the Deadpool 2 universe that he wants to exist, he'd be carrying a lot more guns. He said, quote, <laughs> All I want is, in the next movie, to be able to handle some guns. In this movie, I think Weasel was less interested in that than he was with winning some money. So, TJ Miller is effectively weasel from the comics this quote says it like 
that's just he, he wants more of a role and he wants yeah he wants to handle some guns weasel in the comics is just like please just let me do something just let me yeah. let me and tj miller is well cast yeah i think a lot of our news this week is uh this actor would like to be in a thing and get paid <laughs> there's yeah. like at least six of those of like i'd like to be in this thing well yeah of course you would can i be over there too can i <laughs> yeah, exactly oh, okay, that'd be, yeah, yeah if it's that easy if i could just tweet i'd just like to be it? in something then yeah i sure. tried with iron fist and let's be out. in infinity war let's do it koi for iron fist went strong and it still didn't it did go strong it did and it, you know it did you had a you had a good and that's because of your fan base you got thank you guys. i, I want to pretend you got this close to getting it. i'd like to imagine i was on a desk i'd like to imagine there was a picture <laughs> like, who the hell is that but it was me like right here like and they're like that's not iron fist at all uh speaking of people that might want to be in deadpool 2 there's a rumor going around that ron perlman uh, is being courted for cable now we've also had steven lang mentioned mm-hmm. we've had dolph lundgren mentioned recently yeah like seriously he, he was yeah. talking about it as a thing that he might consider doing yeah uh so there's been a lot of really big names literally they're big people uh listed as cable <laughs> and i <laughs> and physically i physically large people i yes. still want mel gibson I, I still i love that joke at the end and i also love that idea yeah i mean they did seed it by telling that that joke at the end it would definitely be out of left field for him it's not his usual role he is in fact crazy he could probably use the good press yeah um i don't but i mean i see cable as the stoic silent oh, angry so like that's not mel gibson no, like, but he's rigged, maybe man. it's time you know i wanted him as old man logan for years i didn't think that i would see nicholas cage playing adam west batman in kick-ass you know like so sure change it up and try it I- i'm not against it he's, he's a fantastic actor he's a all, messed up human being, all the but. names are great because they're people that five years ago you'd be like they're considering <laughs> yes. like it's a character that i didn't think i'd ever see much less like these names oh, yeah and I'd love to see Hellboy as Cable. Like I'd I, love to see that crossover. Yeah, I think I think he'd be great. Is it almost too easy to cast Ron Perlman? I don't know. That's fair. You That's know what fair. I mean? Like big foreboding guy, white hair. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, here we are. But bring in Dolph. I can't even say out of retirement. He's promoting a big film right now. Uh, was it Don't Shoot It? I think he's promoting yeah. a horror film right now that looks fantastic. Um, and so he is definitely back in the spotlight. And Marvel's great at that. I mean, they'll, oh, they're just, so good. they'll bring people out of retirement that you haven't seen in forever because they're really good actors. And I really love how on press tours, people get to talk about their next thing. Like Shane Black's going around the nice guys now and he yeah. keeps talking about Predator. Yes. And I'm like, oh, yes, that's a thing. Like, I'm <laughs> yes. so, I love the, the press tour for those yes. scoops. And I say Marvel's good at that. I'm sorry, just to clarify, this is a, this will be a Fox film. So their history is not as great on that. But it's one can only better. hope that they're, yeah, exactly. They're, they're I, taking a lesson. I think Fox is, is learning from their mistakes in a hurry. I think that Fox will soon be a force to be reckoned with, largely because Deadpool made all the money ever. Uh, so they could, they have a little more wiggle to make good choices. Yeah, they took a chance and it worked. They, they listened to the audience and every step of the way. I'm not saying they changed cinema, but they changed cinema. Uh, now, so you're saying they might have changed cinema. They changed cinema. Okay. Cosmic Couch, who would we like as Cable? Ooh, I always like the idea of Michael Bean. That's who I, yeah, it's man. It's a great choice. In ages and, and Hicks. Especially, yeah, well, especially with the whole thing of the new uh, Aliens coming up. It would mm-hmm. be a nice resurgence for him as like, an oh, actor yeah. mm-hmm. to pop sort of back in and start really throwing it out there strong. Totally agree. I'd love Michael Bean. Okay. It's the voice. I got you. Yeah. I got you. And you're probably a bit young to know who Cable is or these these actors that look like, you know, three generations ago actors for you. Oh, She's like, God. Dad won't let me see the film anyway, so. <laughs> I don't care who Cable is. What's a Cable? Isn't that that thing that people old people watch TV on back when I wasn't born yet? Can I just say, Darren on the couch, I just realized that your chest lights up and that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I can go all the way. Yeah, we have Jessica Jones, Scarlet Witch, and Iron Man actually on the couch, and that's the coolest thing. I just want to be clear about best that. Best corner on the internet, yeah, man. It's I'm just the saying. Best. Marvelites, much loved all you guys. <laughs> 
in in here and out there. Uh, while talking of Deadpool, X-Force has been brought up more and more lately, and it's seeming more and more solidly like an R-rated film, mm-hmm. which should just be, I mean, that seems like a thing. It seems yeah, like an just make it R. Sure. Four months ago, Ryan Reynolds said, quote, there are a lot of superhero movies out there in the market. It's a genre unto itself. I personally would like to see more R-rated ones. I think it's time. We'll see if it holds. Hollywood shamefully copycats every movie that works, so if this does work, you'll probably see more <laughs> R-rated films. I don't think you're going to see an R-rated Avengers movie, but there's room for other ones, I think. There's room for an R-rated X-Force movie. That's four months ago. So he basically said, everybody's going to copy us. When we do really well, don't think we need an Avengers one. Go X-Force. And that's what's happening. Ryan Reynolds. Like, yeah, Ryan I mean, Reynolds, he, he predicted it. It's, just, it's, it's coming down as he said it would. Give him a little credit. And yeah. then Simon Kinberg this week said, quote, when there are films that want to be raunchier, want to be darker, want to be violent or R-rated, Fox will be open to it. It appears to be the same approach that Kinberg would follow with the X-Force movie. He said further, quote, if we were to make an X-Force movie, that would probably be rated R, end quote. That's to me that bad as straightforward as you get. Uh, sounds like X-Force? Yeah, so um, can we speculate lineup in a in a X X rated in an R rated X Force movie? I mean, we're probably going to see uh, Archangel because we have introduced him already, right? And you'll have the Blade Wings, exactly. Uh, uh, Deadpool for sure. Deadpool for sure. Cable, you gotta. Yeah, right. Uh, um, I'd like to. See, who would I like? I'd like to an X twenty three. Do you think this is when we're going to get to see her? That's coming up in a bit, news wise. But I yeah. think that tying in X twenty three with Hugh Jackman retiring would be the best and almost only way to go. Right, because uh, in the comics, X twenty three is is Wolverine's cloned mm-hmm. was, she's his clone so she has two claws instead of three but she also has two coming out of her feet um and so in the comics now she's actually taken over for what she is wolverine, she's wolverine. the title wolverine is hers is hers is, is uh so i would love to see x23 and i think she's the it's a perfect inter- introduction well what's interesting about what they're doing in the x-men films is that they're soft rebooting into a new trilogy and we yeah. got characters that we've seen before with young yeah. actors so they can go forward but wolverine's still wolverine yeah. so he's the one character that's like well we couldn't get rid of hugh jackman <laughs> and he, he's tied and he doesn't age. Uh, so the only way to go I can see without it being like jarring would to be, be a female Wolverine. Do you? Th- and I predict that we'll see Negasonic Teenage Warhead in X Force. She agree. has never been in the comics, but no. you've got the character was, fans like her. She was never much of anything. I got exactly. one panel. It was uh, a throwaway concept. So yeah, I really want Domino. Oh uh, man, me too. I would love Domino as played by Kate Beckinsale. Good casting. I'd say I'd say Kate Beckinsale. I'd like a, a, a more mature, well-rounded. I don't want some teenager playing Domino. I want yeah. a, a, a commanding presence, and Kate Beckinsale is, yeah. is perfect. Do- Domino is an old merc, much like Cable, and they have a history together. That they're kind of the grown-ups that lead the team, exactly. as it were. Uh, that went from New Mutants in the comics into X Force. Um, who else are we missing? Like, who's a cool X Force character? That Warpath. I hope. I, I think Warpath is a great idea. Have have we had? Uh, any we haven't had any variation of him in any of the X Men no. films, correct? Ooh, maybe in X three because oh I mean, no, we did. It was it was uh, the guy from um uh, from the Twilight movies. Uh, oh, his name right. is Boo Boo or something. In Days of um, Past, was it? Yes, yes. That's his right. name is Boo Boo. I think, think. Boo Boo Stewart. Boo-Boo, I believe that's right. He played like Warpath very briefly. So we have seen Warpath, but that means that he's already in the universe so, established. So we could just have him in there. That'd be perfect. Yeah, because the mutants is having more X Men esta- that are already established put in their film to tie together. So it would make sense to have Boo Boo. It's his name, guys. I just you gotta have Boo Boo in your movie if you're making a movie. Boo Boo's gotta be there. Boo Boo will show up. So it makes sense to have Boo Boo Negus. Sonic and other names that sound make believe. Yes. Uh, yeah, and that'd be a great film. Yeah, he's Warpath is like a giant uh, Native American with I don't even know what his mutant powers are. That he's just really strong. I feel I like think? his mutant powers are cliche Native American. <laughs> like he can track. He is strong. Like I feel like it was yes, a, I think you're right. It actually. was the seventies. It yeah. was a time where like PC it was didn't like exist. Marshall Brave Star. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think you're right. And I think his name powers. was also super like on the nose, like Proud yeah. Star. Well, yeah, there was Proud Star. He was the first one, right? Because Warpath is the brother of the one who died in all in, in all the that X-Men, first appearance. Or in, uh, yes. 
in that in the new yes. wave of mutants yes. who died right away. And his whole shtick, by the way, is he just has knives. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's your power? I cut people with knives. Wolverine's so, over there, like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So it's a good like R-rated kind of film idea. I, I think that covers really like my wish list that we've seen. Um, also, let it be noted though, a lot of times in X Force, you saw Mystique kind right. of jumping in and out of the team. I doubt we'll see that. At this point, I feel like the X-Men movies have saturated my mystique. Yeah, like, and, I, well, and Turner is an entirely different character from the comics, I think, at least, of her, having her sort of a heroic lead, which is not something we see very often in the comics with her. Right. So, yeah, I don't think she lives in the X-Force world, or should. I don't, I don't yeah, think. I don't think that's the right thing. Uh, someone just mentioned that Warpath was a kid in the future he'd be a baby in the present day oh you're uh, right you're you so know, right that's a great call Eon one because i was like yeah like, yeah but totally didn't right. we establish that at the end of that film they rewrote in all of history so now everything's open I think he's still a baby though yeah, like, time wise yeah, yeah you're right and i also don't know how they're gonna i mean hey mora mcintyre hasn't aged from the 70s to the 80s and probably in the 90s yeah EON001, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Good he, would be, he would be a baby. That would be weird. Maybe a bunch of do... people are suggesting Maisie Williams for X23. Oh, man, yes. I like her still as uh, uh, oh, New Mutants, the the werewolf. Um, Rain uh, Wolfsbane. Yes. I still like her as Wolfsbane. Wow, she could do the accent. She would be great as Wolfsbane, actually. That's my that's my vote. And yeah. uh, maybe Wolfsbane in, in X-Force. Yeah, but Maisie, I absolutely agree. In fact... Uh, now that it's in my head, if you did a screen by screen, X-23 as a character was actually invented on a cartoon on the X-Men Evolution cartoon, yep, I believe. That's right. And if you did a side by side comparison of X-23 in that episode plus Maisie, it would look pretty close, actually. Like, yeah, I could see her as kind of a clone of Wolverine, but as a girl. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm into it. That's a great suggestion. Yeah. I'm so, with that. yeah. All right. Either either of those uh, I'm all about. I also for X-23 personally, I've always seen Rooney Mara because not just my crush on the girl with the dragon tattoo, but that character ties in pretty nice. And she has that strong presence while being a petite girl and that's really important like she has a a, a a much larger than her frame presence and that's to me yeah. x23 someone said jamie alexander for x23 she seems a little old to me actually yeah x, that, x should be like in her late teens to early 20s agreed because then you're like wow this girl yeah. beat me up yeah not, this woman. not that jamie alexander is by any means old i'm just saying that like the character is very teen skewing she's more negasonic teenage warhead age in yeah. my head agreed. I, I think officially i think yeah. i think she's like a kid which is why sometimes the way they draw her is very un un unpleasant oh yeah well, especially in the flash, but her origin, somehow they made an origin that's more messed up than Wolverine's, yeah. by the way. So if you want to research on X-23, they did a, a one-shot series written by the guys who did X-Men Evolution, actually, yep. who introduced her into the cartoon and world. And the art is beautiful. It really is. And they got to introduce her through, I, I, it's hard to imagine that, that you can have an origin more messed up than Wolverine's, but hers is. Hers yeah. is so horrible that you can't help but, like, you know, sympathize for the character. The title's anyway. called NYX. Uh, it's fantastic. Oh, that's a different book that I'm thinking oh, of. I'm thinking oh, I'm thinking NYX. No. This is, oh, NYX is even worse. I, worse in that it's so intense. <laughs> That's by Bendis, I believe. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's a whole different storyline for her that I think they phased out. But yeah, it's an amazing book. Just look up X-23, read some books. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe pick up some comics anyway. home. I don't know. I don't know why I'm in New York for these choices. I jumped right in. Moving on to X-Men. Uh, Patrick Stewart has confirmed, reconfirmed, triple confirmed that he is in fact <laughs> in Wolverine. I don't know how many times we've we've uh, confirmed this, but him saying it makes it a little more valid. Now sure. we know, no. Uh, he said, quote, they're in the middle of filming. I went up to pay them a visit in Montreal a couple weeks ago, that next X-Men movie. That'll be inhabited by Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy. The X's, not Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart. Um, there I am told, uh, Wolverine movie in development that would include Charles Xavier, Charles Xavier, but in a very different Charles Xavier than the one we have seen before. I don't quite know what that means, but I'm very excited about it. I love Hugh and I love working with him and James Mangold. I believe it's set to direct and he's terrific, so we shall see. So he's going to be Professor X in the Wolverine movie, and he's saying it's a very different version of Professor X than we've ever seen. And he's also saying he's not really involved with the X-Men movie now, which is yeah. Apocalypse. 
So that's really interesting. So any theories based on comic history? I, I don't really have any. If they do Old Man Logan, they could make the kind of uh, onslaughty, like more detached, hope, yeah. more aggressive. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's one point in the comics where Professor X goes so crazy that he turns into a like 18 story tall Magneto looking robot thing. Him and, and Magneto like, kind of merge. Yeah. Super like Eagle. the memories of Magneto and, and he turns into out, onslaught. They take yeah. out the whole Marvel Universe. They literally take out the Avengers, the Fantastic Four, the Iron Man, they nuke the Marvel Universe. Uh, then just one entity that turns out to just be Professor Xavier. Um, even there's an action figure of that was made in the 90s that even has like a little uh, <laughs> naked Professor Xavier in the back that you can see in a bubble. It's awkward. The, the whole really era awkward. in comics is real weird. And then they yeah. had to do Heroes Reborn and then Heroes Reborn the Return. Yes. Dark Days. So Onslaught is a it, it, Onslaught. So whereas Jean Grey is to Phoenix, Onslaught is to Professor Xavier. There's always that lurking concern that he might turn into some mega villain. And that's what I think they could do with this. If they're saying he's that different, he's a, a very different Charles Xavier than what we've seen before. I think that'd be a way to go. It's not the best comic story i'm yeah. not big on onslaught personally but that's just personal uh i don't know if they'll do that or just a darker xavier it was indicative of the time for it certain the time the story 90s. itself and I, I don't know if you've gone into origin of old man logan i'm not going to because i'm if it goes that way they'll tell you that but his origin is really screwed up as well um and so i'm curious and it kind of deals with like mind control mm -hmm. and such so i don't know what if xavier is bad now what if it, what if it's an evil xavier in the future who knows let's also not forget that xavier in the comics also has an evil twin sister cassandra no who he tried to kill in utero who got out and uh Xavier's the weirdest character because half the times the way they draw his eyebrows are just like he's the evil one now yeah, and you're yeah, like oh he's the evil eyebrows mm, yeah. yes so there's a I guess it, when I said I don't have any ideas I guess there are a few Xavier's we can try yeah and, yeah. and if you haven't seen Green Room which is one of the more intense films oh, in yeah, theaters right now uh it's it's a straight up punk rock horror movie it's yeah. such a unique film he's a, the bad guy uh yeah. so now we can kind of see how they go that way right uh, i have to tell you guys i've never having never read any of the onslaught or bad xavier stories yes evil xavier sounds like the perfect way to do a wolverine three because like his for for him to have a villain like a guy who's physically pretty much invincible yes to give him that like give him a villain so powerful as Xavier. That's how you finish out yeah. Hugh Jackman, and especially to dress him up like like Magneto. So and it is really the the mashup. It's, it's cool. a father figure, uh, like you yeah. know Xavier's his father father figure. So it'd be a really cool way to have Wolverine facing that. Yeah. Um. And someone in the, the live chat just asked a one up pup asked, "Isn't that his son?" No, that's Legion, who is one of my favorite characters and yes. has his own show coming out entitled Legion. Yes. Uh, that's gonna be a show that Fox is putting together. And if you haven't read the series. Uh, X-Men Legacy 1 through 24, it's a two-year run that's just about Legion that is probably the most existential commentary on masculinity and the human identity that you could possibly do within the Marvel Universe, and it's brilliant. It's so good. Legion so, is the most broken character in the Marvel Universe. Easily. I think. He fights different realities of his own psyche, and they all have different powers, and you live in his mind. He's the one who created Age of Apocalypse, a timeline in which Apocalypse rules the world. Right. That was all him. That's his fault. He's yeah. crazy. He's a big yeah. character, and they're doing a TV show, so that's pretty exciting. That and, should be interesting. Well, yeah. So, I mean, Xavier's clearly not that good a guy. His kid's kind of messed up. Yeah. This whole thing. So, uh, still in the X-Men world, Brian Singer apparently tried to pitch X-23 as uh, the next move. On record, he said, quote, I actually initially pitched the X-Force and the female. So we know beyond our all conjecture and everything else that people involved with X-Men are publicly saying that it's an option. So we've been excited about X-23 for a long time. It sounds like it's getting closer and closer. So I just wanted to throw that quote in there while we were on it. Uh, he also mentioned that they all mentioned that Gambit was delayed because of script issues. Um it's getting harder for me to defend this Gambit thing. Yeah. That's why do, I just lost do myself. Do we still officially have Channing Tatum attached or no? I think, I think we still officially do. Do we? Because okay. we've lost him and then they got him yeah. back. Yeah. Uh, 
At this point, I just chuckle in the middle of my sentence because I'm the only person I know defending it. <laughs> like, I want it so bad, but I'm alone. Look, man, I was... The, I, there are three different photos of me throughout life dressing up as Gambit terribly. He is my favorite character, and I have zero interest in Fox doing this again. Oh, it's just, I, I just don't it. need it. You know what? Someone uh, put up something uh, quickly, sorry, that they were guessing... I don't know how to scroll back up. Um, they were saying that it might be Wolverine the End, actually, which was a series in which Xavier was in his head. Uh, that was Limerick, L-E-M-R-I-C. Mm. Uh, it might be more like that, where Professor's in his head, and throughout uh, his death, uh, he's talking to Logan in his head. Interesting. That's a great theory, actually. Yeah. yeah. that's. I mean, that would be an all-new Xavier. Great theory. Yeah. Uh, I'm not that big on Wolverine the End as a storyline, but that aspect of Wolverine Agreed. the End would be great. <laughs> so that, if they took just that piece, mm -hmm. all about it. Uh, a final bit of Wolverine, I guess, X-Men news, is that we've heard... Apparently, and this is this is just Brian Singer talking, and he he thought X 2s Berserker Rage was like the most berserker we'd get. So I hope it's a little further past that because Deadpool up to this R rated. But he had an amazing quote. Probably this quote right here is probably about the most exciting bit of news I've heard about Apocalypse, and that's a little sad. But this quote is very exciting. He said. Quote, there were a lot of different versions. I didn't feel pressure to put Wolverine in this movie because I feel there's so many great characters in the X-Men universe that we probably could have made a movie without Wolverine. It still would have been an engaging film. We talked about a lot of different versions. There was a version where he got introduced in the middle of the movie and became a sort of drill sergeant for the kids, but that felt like it stepped on Raven's role becoming a leader for the kids. There were two or three different incarnations that we tried, but none of them felt quite right. As we were constructing the movie, we always imagined they were abducted and taken to Alkali Lake and that Weapon X would be there and you'd see something you'd never really seen in these movies before, which is a full-on, out-of-control, animalistic strip down wolverine berserker that quote rage. has so much in it yeah berserker rage will be that quote says we've all assumed that raven basically leads the x-men but that says it outright we've all but seen it and that seems to be the way they're going it says that they considered not using wolverine which is very interesting because we've always joked that like they just use hugh jackman because he's hugh jackman so it's great that brian singer was like we know we know we use him a lot and it also says that this wolverine is going to be the wolverine we've all dreamed of uh and that i mean that quote's great. Like, yeah. I'm really excited. Well, we've gotten a few that we didn't want. So, yeah. We certainly have. Yeah. I think we're finally there with these kind of movies where I, I think, you know, when, when comic book movies were starting, it was like, well, we don't want to come in too fast and, like, scare people off, so we'll make it kind of grounded. Like, you don't have to do that anymore. We, we have TV shows with Legends of Tomorrow that just do everything they just and, go. Uh, every week. Like, there's no need to sh there's no need to sugarcoat. There's no need for hand-holding, especially when Doctor Strange comes out and magic is now a thing. Just give us what we want in the movies, man. Just make Wolverine. I, I mean, I thought X-Men 2 was the closest we got. I agree. I totally uh, agree. With, with the kitchen scene, and we finally yeah. got a close to Berserk Wolverine. But, but even then, yeah, we want a little bit more. The idea that he acknowledges that wasn't fully observer yeah. makes me really excited for this iteration yeah yeah agreed and that's why this quote's exciting because i didn't like that we saw that moment in the trailer because i was like i'd much rather be surprised that wolverine's here yes but if we get an escalation of wolverine that we've never seen before that's worth that little moment does it scare you like it scares me that they felt the need to put wolverine in the trailer to make sure you want to go see the movie 110 percent. okay yeah no no it's not a good move um can i ask on the cosmic couch uh are you guys excited about the next x-men movie Will you all be seeing this, Age of Apocalypse? Oh, yes, definitely okay. will be seeing it. Okay, and you saw the last one. What was it called? Not first class, but second class? It was Days, of Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, X-Men second class? Did you like Days of Future Past? Yeah, I thought they did a great job with yeah. it, of mixing it, the universes. Like, so many times. Really? So you've seen it a bunch? Yeah. Okay, you probably have seen it even more than I have. I could ask you trivia questions about it. <laughs> um, so this one is probably going to be even darker with Apocalypse. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Now that time can change, like, we might, people might die, stuff like that. 
Is there anything you're looking for in this movie, I guess? Well, I'm looking forward to it. I think that they've started with some of the costumes and stuff, as as Koi was saying, is really embracing the real comic you know, origins of this yeah. really going over the top. If we can start seeing a more of a of a of an edgy Wolverine, if mm-hmm. we can just see see everything pushed more to the limits, where we can start going, okay, these are the comic pages brought back to li- brought yeah. to life. And if we're going into an R-rated Wolverine, that's a great way to start it. Yeah. If the third film's R-rated and this movie has him like PG thirteen plus. Well, that's it. You just ramp it up, and then the audience will respond like, oh, yeah, now take the next step. Right. And that's it, what we're going for. It won't feel as contrived if you're like suddenly like, wait, wasn't he? There was no blood next to you. Why is all of a sudden this R? It won't feel like it's just because of Deadpool. No, it's better to step it up a little bit. And if they do a small introduction and start to show that edge of Wolverine mm-hmm. that, that you can show in the solo film or next 23 if you move on to, uh, to X-Force and right. stuff like that. I think that's what will get the audience really excited. Yeah. You know, grab onto the roots. That's what we want to see. And we now know the world is full of comic fans. Like at this point, there's no question. There's not even a begin- there's not even a glimmer of doubt that it'll do well because we're so established. Yeah. So that that's I'm glad they're taking more risks. Uh, the fans are saying that they suggest just putting Gambit in a movie and just have much like I think we definitely learned from Civil War with Black Panther just was perfect. Had Black me. Panther, Spider-Man had maybe 15 minutes. That's the best Spider-Man movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, absolutely. So it's not hard. Just put him in, introduce him, throw Gambit in the mix, let him do his thing, and then he can do his movie. And Gambit has much more exposure than Black Panther. Like People Agreed. know Gambit, so you, you don't need an origin, you don't need anything. And Agreed. if they make a Gambit movie, if it actually ever happens, I would love to not have an origin story. Have him I don't in the Morlock origin. tunnels, have him dealing with stuff, have him oh. Like, oh, man. Right? Morlocks. If but, we get Morlocks. But you can't do that in an X-Men movie with enough time to give Gambit his due. That's why I want yeah. an X-Men movie yeah. that's just Gambit. Uh, Charles Lee also said, if they pull off the Weapon X move from the Capcom game in the next Wolverine movie, I will love it. I agree. If we see any, if any of the Marvel movies actually throw in a Marvel versus Capcom move with, like, the line being said, oh, I'll amazing. lose my mind. If he goes, barrage, and, like, attacks someone, I'll lose Just my mind. Just Hugh Jackman saying that would be amazing. Yes, yes. I am all about it. Yes. So that is our very, very large chunk of X-Men news. Yes. Well, uh, oh. Oh, I yes. Zach is a surprise. Oh, a, yeah. well then. Doom has a surprise. I'm sorry. Doom has a surprise. I apologize. I'm excited. I'm Doom. Excited. Doom. What do you got? Address me properly. Uh, my apologies. Uh, Victor, our Lord apologies. Uh, the, the, uh, the marketing department at Fox just put this out this morning. So I wanted to see your guys' reactions to this beautiful piece of, uh, <laughs> of just marketing that we saw. Let's, let's take a look. Sometimes being gifted doesn't feel like a gift. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so good already. Nobody seems to understand you. Sometimes they're even scared of you. Wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to worry about hiding your gifts anymore? Hi, I'm Jubilee, and it wasn't that long ago when I felt that way too. But then I became a student at Xavier School for Gifted Youngsters, and everything changed. The music! Oh my god, yes! You'll meet students and even teachers who are just like you and understand (laughs) everything that you're going through. Under the guidance of world-renowned geneticist, Professor Charles Xavier, you'll learn how to control your gifts while also getting the education and training that you need to succeed in the fast-paced world of 1983. So why be alone when you can make some excellent (laughs) new friends here? Xavier's is no ordinary school. The VCR tracking it, lines. You're so no good. ordinary student. Thanks, Jubilee. You were right. Totally <laughs> 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 Yes. Oh. That's a real number. Yep. So, uh, okay. You better Doom? believe we're about to call it. Doom, can we do that, please? 
They just from said Liberia? totally rad. I just want to point out they just said totally rad. I'm so excited. Prediction <laughs> that will be 75 percent better than the actual yeah. Can, movie. can the director of that commercial move in Do for the, the 90s X Men movie? Because oh, oh man. So I'm sure you've discussed that. Is that the rumors that the next one might be set in the 90s, which is of course the Jim Lee and that is the, era what the cartoon of, is based on. It's how most people became X Men. That's the world of X Men yeah, that we all know. You and give love. Cyclops that big yellow belt. Yeah, that's all we need. And I just want to make sure I've said it since my first episode in the show that. Brian Singer makes marvelous mutant films, but he has not made a full-on X-Men film. If the 90s one gets a new director, or if Brian Singer decides to go all mutant, it'll be the best X-Men movie. Because that's the era we all know, it's the mutants yep. we all know. Yep. It's time. Let's call that number. <laughs> Are we doing it, Doom? Dramatic pause. Calling live from Latveria. Jubilee picks up, she's just... They've Hello, been... you've reached Xavier's school for <laughs> gifts and <laughs> Sorry we can't take your oh call right God. now, but please join us on May 27th as we host a very special oh. and truly marvelous open house show. Thanks for your call, and have an amazing day. Oh, my Excelsior. God. Wow. There's a Stanley cameo in their viral ad by way of <laughs> phone call. I just got Easter egged on the phone. Yes, do not let it be said that Fox's marketing is not amazing oh. in 2016. They are killing it. I like think Fox 2015, has the best marketing period. Killing it. Deadpool yeah. plus that? They didn't put it in the, the YouTube version. The Facebook version of the ad ends with Stan Lee saying, call now. <laughs> that was beautiful. I like better that it didn't, so we got the surprise of, yeah, the, that of him was, on the yeah. phone, though. I'm really happy to hear his like beautiful baritone just come at me out of nowhere. That was amazing. I am so happy that existed. That oh, my God. That's why the lower thirds as marketing steps it up. Oh, dude. Fox, <laughs> man. Fox is killing it. If Fox can make marketing that good, I'll watch another Fantastic Four movie. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yes. But first, Inhumans. Just delayed. Just they delayed. Keep, not they, they keep saying it. Every week they come out yep. with a new quote, something about it being just delayed. It still exists. Uh, people were giving me a little gumption last uh, two weeks ago about my gumption about being canceled. It is not. It's still happening. Uh, I am excited about Inhumans. I am more excited for X-Men, a proper X-Men movie. But if you can prove me wrong with Inhumans, I am... First in line. I'm really excited. Uh, I didn't think Ant-Man was a good idea, and that was really fun. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, I love Ant-Man, by the way, and and Scott Lang, like, I, I love all of them. I love all the iterations of Ant-Man. Scott Lang is actually my favorite Ant-Man, so when I actually got what I wanted, I'm like, they did it. And when yeah. they're like, we're making an Inhumans movie, I'm like, mm, good luck with that. But, yeah, they'll do it. It's still be great. The team factor of X-Men and Inhumans, I don't think they've accomplished quite as well as they did in, say, Civil War. Mm -hmm. I feel like Marvel does a really good job making you care about the arc of each character, and yep. that's so important for a team movie. What's interesting about what they're doing with, uh, uh, and Doom can speak on this more, but uh, in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, is that they're really making the Inhumans thing more of a uh, sort of a disease, a problem, in that mm -hmm. Inhumans terrify people. So as we had the mutants as X-Men, there were some, and people were scared because some of them were blue and such. The Inhumans is like a worldwide phenomenon right yeah. now. Yeah. And most of them aren't good guys. Right. So introducing a team that is sort of the the ruling class of them, who's just like, we're not all bad. We are going to take a little control it's a here. Plot. I, mean, I think it's really going to work. I think that they've set really good groundwork, actually, for the humans. It's just not in phase three anymore. It's so far off now. Like, it's yeah. just that's, so... that's the main problem, as I see it, is if this is still going to happen, if you're setting it, like, they're doing too much setup with the Inhumans right now mm -hmm. that like it makes sense for the royal family to come in soon to clean up this mess mm -hmm. if they exist and if they don't then it's a weird like what, yeah, where they, are they the royal family <laughs> has formed separately um it just it would this would if they could introduce it in two years like they originally planned mm -hmm. and they sort of come in to mop up i like i still stay say put it on tv yeah. Move it to TV. I think there's a lot of room to give the royal family and all of their characters because it's so big. You can give them the time 
to really explore each one of the characters. Explore Black Bolt, explore Medusa, I- explore Eldrick, the mm-hmm. door. They, well, they did a storyline in the comics where, the, and then they ripped off their own storyline and did it again in Thor, where the characters were on Earth and didn't know who they were and were sort of activated one by one, the Inhumans were. So that is a possibility that they're sleeper agents and don't know it. It's just, you're going to have to go another full season and another full season yeah. until, because it's going to be that far off. They maybe, haven't... maybe that's how they're keeping S.H.I.E.L.D. on the air. <laughs> just Aww. like, no, no, we got to listen. It's we got to build it's up to prequel. the movies, guys. You can't, yeah. Well, at this point, like, even the most optimistic S.H.I.E.L.D. fans, like, there's no way... I, I, I have serious doubts that the show would be around by the time Inhumans would come out, because at this point, you can't even expect to see it before 2021. Right. That's Yikes. so deep. And, like, like uh, as much as I would love to see Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in, like, a season eight, season nine, yeah. there, there's a certain point at which even the best shows just need to close out their story. Yes. That's why Breaking Bad was so good, because they, they ended it while it was at its prime. They put the show mm-hmm. out before we got bored with it. I, I, I'm not saying that's what happened to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Don't get mad at me, people. I'm just saying that, like, a show needs to know its arc. Um, so I hope it, I hope it, you know, lasts long enough for it to be still as strong and then lead into the movie. We just don't know how long that's going to be. Uh, in fact, let's, let's just, let's just pitch over to Agents, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. I'm gonna... Oh, you, you want to talk Doom? Uh, you want to talk Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, yeah. Zach I mean, and Jack, dive in. I, okay. This was a bit, this is a big finale. Um, I mean, there's the big death, which, uh, so spoiler alert, guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. Is there a sound for that? There it spoiler is. Alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah, so uh, the big death. Uh, if you told me that Lincoln was going to be the one they killed off after all that marketing, I would have been real pissed. Because um, his he was like a, such a he was like a new character. So him dying is like yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I he's think in the, he's in my app game even. Yeah. He's in Future Fight. You can play as Lincoln. I'm surprised really? they did it. Yeah. And uh, Lash actually, they're both in there. So those are kind of weird now. Yeah. Lash, I get. He's an established character. Yeah. Um, I, the. The thing is, I think the writers earned his death through the through that finale. They like made me care by the time he was gone. I just didn't need all the marketing surrounding his death. I didn't need the that Gwen someone Stacy will die. cover, yeah, yeah, poster. Because now I'm like, it it didn't have that big of a deal. It didn't alter the show entirely by having like agent may die if she died the show's different yes and and they did that sort of hot potato bit where there was a future had been seen by by daisy in which there was someone was dying and there's a floating uh, crucifix necklace yeah and so they did this hot potato game of like <laughs> no you're holding it oh no you're gonna die that, and, was, and the jacket they're like yeah. i'm too you're cold here take that my jacket like with the modern logo. family to me that was a little out there for me and and if i may very quickly i would like to say something when i was on the show last uh, I did something I like to apologize for, and that is that I threw out a snarky comment about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because I'd just seen that week's episode, and that was unfair because the conversation moved on. Your fan base is so cool. Like, the comments were like, they're, amazing, they're like, I think Jack is a cool guy, but I disagree. Like, anywhere <laughs> else on the internet, I would have been crucified for what I did. So listen, I apologize that I kind of, like, dropped some snark and then just walked away from it. That's that's not cool. Like, I should be able to back up my commentary instead of just, like, throwing something crappy out there. So I apologize that I did that for fans of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., on the show I do about television, we get a little mean, but I also <laughs> explain why I'm upset about it, whereas in this case, I just talk crap and kept going. So I apologize for that, and thank you all for being polite about it, and if you disagree with me, totally fine. Um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me is something that I watch because I need to, um, but it's still not something that I'm fully like in love with. But the last five minutes have me the most interested about they're great at cliffhangers they're great at those season finale cliffhangers i'll give them that yeah i mean that that six months later little jump that they did i mean 
the question of uh, who the next director is. Who do you, I'm curious, Jack. Who do you think is the next director? I honestly don't. I mean, Maria Hill. I, I honestly don't know. Do you have well? And also, we've we found out that LMDs are going to come in, which is a life model decoy. I was literally jumping. Yeah. I like I like <laughs> the way we watch. We're at like tables, and it's so like it's sometimes more comfortable to stand. But I literally started jumping up and down where I stood yes. when I saw LMD on uh, Radcliffe's computer. Yes, screen. and this and the character or the the AI is called Ada. Is is there any history to that? Because I couldn't find any I, online. Not that I know okay. of. I mean, there's a number of AI, a, like AIs, like out there. Like, right. it made me think of. Uh, I was thinking Jacosta was going to be our first LMD or yeah, something like that, but I don't know. That and like, there's some few characters from like Avengers AI. Oh, I that, forgot that was a cartoon. That's right. Um, that was it was a book for a little while. Um, it was. Oh, I didn't even know it was a cartoon. Yeah, maybe I'm thinking of something else because it was or it was that Avengers Next was the cartoon where they were all like they had like cyber powers and like uh, oh, holographic Aven- projections. Avengers AI was a Sam Humphreys book that had like twelve issues. Vision and yeah, okay. Uh, it was like Vision, Hank Pym, uh, Victor, Mancha, and a few other just sort of robotic characters. What are your theories on the new director? Uh, Agent May is sort of oh. the the one direction that Makes no I've sense. heard um, that like. Colson gives it up in term in like in the wake of everything that he's been through. He's just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't trust myself. May yeah. take over. Um, I would love to see Maria Hill on this show. Yeah. Uh, and what's she doing? What? Yeah. What's Cole, I mean, Colson Smallers like took a break <laughs> to like go like be a mom. I mean, she was on a show for eight years and now is a mom. She just she's she doing a little vacation. Yeah, but come on back. But like she can come <laughs> back to TV. What else are you doing? I would love to see that. I was. I mean, just Maria Hill has been a force. I always thought we were going to get, and we never did. On that show, uh, yeah, I agree. well, I would, I would like anyone to really kind of take charge on that show. Who's not a bad guy? I feel like all of our good guys keep second guessing all their decisions, and things don't don't work out. So yeah, I would yeah. like an actual commanding good. officer who stomps in there and gets things done. Now, obviously, like, what if we're, what if it's a lot easier than that? What if it's Samuel L. Jackson? What if he's showing up for three episodes? <laughs> Their right? budget is 800% larger. I don't know. Like, like, here's Samuel Jackson. I, I feel like they've had him on before once for a brief bit. What, what, what if it is? What about though? Sharon Carter? What? Oh, Sharon. Sharon. Okay. Because, Car- like, I have bad news in. for you. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Sharon. Sharon Carter could work. I saw yeah. one person, like, that's, like, desperately grasping for straws after the news we'll get to in a minute. That, like, the it's going to be an LMD of Peggy that comes oh, in. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. decoys. They better not do that. I will be no, so they, mad. No, they won't do that. Um, um, uh, we did get some help from the chat. Uh, Lemrick please. says Ada is artificial intelligence data analyzer from Squadron Supreme. No way. Oh, wow, that's a deep cut. Squadron Supreme started as a spoof of the Justice League. They're yep. all just characters of the Justice League in the Marvel Universe, and they're, for the most part, evil and horrible. Just the worst people. Yes. Oh, wow, great catch on that. That's really cool. Yeah, I okay. have no idea. Um, so, But the big news on S.H.I.E.L.D., to keep this moving forward, yes. is um, they are moving time slots for Season 4. They're pushing it back an hour to 10 p.m., um there's a like the new president doesn't seem very fond of marvel um mm-hmm. if it wasn't a a change of like leadership i would think this was a bad sign but i think it really is just like they're moving to 10 p.m to go and this is what they're saying go darker they're gonna be it's gonna be a grittier shield than we're used to which okay. is sort of what we got in that 
10 p.m. hour this week. Yeah. We got that, like, really dark, like, drug addiction plot line that yeah. they waited for the second hour to do. It got heavy. So I think that's what we're going to see more of in season four. Uh, real quick, Cosmic Couch, you guys watch S.H.I.E.L.D. this week? Are oh, you up yeah. to speed? We're not spoiling anything for you? Oh. What did you think of the reveal of Hive, of Hive's face? Oh, I thought that thoughts? was beautifully done. Yeah. I mean, and it was, I think there was a great payoff because we got the sort of swervy bit a few weeks earlier where they just showed the back of his head, mm-hmm. you know, and that was supposed to be the big reveal. And so this, where it actually comes up and it fully comes out, and, yeah. and I, I thought that was a great moment right towards the end, you know, yeah. to finally give that that bit of payoff, uh, and then especially with Coulson pulling the the Blake hologram uh, yes. bit right there and doing the Star Wars shout. Oh, out. Oh, the Star Wars great. shout out that was perfect. Yeah. There was you had to do that. It was beautiful. Um, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. I uh, I liked it as well. I like that the, his he had a squid face, which we knew, but it was it was un Davy Jones enough so it wasn't distracting that it looked like it was from Pirates of the Caribbean Disney properties uh, yes exactly um, and also remember Thundercats yes there was also there was another one called Silverhawks and then there's a lesser known one called Tiger Sharks if you look up Tiger Sharks right now whoa the girl character on the team turned into an octopus and it looked totally just like her I was like oh Tiger Sharks I am old Deep cuts, uh, yeah. Deep cuts. Deep cuts. Um, yeah, Hive looked amazing. Yeah, I, I thought they went out on a on a pretty good note. Um, yeah. and, and I'm uh, there's still a bunch of news to talk about. Yeah, let's go. So, uh, real quick, if you guys want more Agents of Shield talk, go to YouTube.com/slash/AfterBuzzTV for the Agents of Shield After Show, where we talk about it for a full hour and like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving back to Marvel movie news, and briefly talking more shows, we have the sad news to announce that both Agents of Shield. And the never really seen most wanted show yeah. uh, have been canceled. Agent bef- Carter. Agent Carter. What did you say? I, I read did you Agents, say Agents of, of Shield. Shield was I, canceled? I read oh, Agents of Shield, and then I was whoa. like, "Oh no, no, Agent There's Carter." There's people tweeting Agent- right now, like, "Holy so shit! Angry. They canceled Agents of Shield." Coy just broke the news. No, they did not cancel Agents of Shield. You guys just talked for twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, and they're it's like, well, it doesn't matter. It's canceled." So, uh, uh, Agent Carter was canceled. Shield. <laughs> uh, and what was it called? Most Wanted. Uh, yeah. That was going to be the spinoff um, with uh, Mockingbird and uh, Hunter. Yeah. Um, which is weird because they painted themselves in a weird corner there where they did the whole, like, they left the team and then their pilot didn't get picked up. So, so I hope she comes back. I, uh, Mockingbird was honestly the, the reason I stuck around with the show for some, uh, you know, like, stretches. So right? it would have been a good show for you, Most Wanted. Yes, I would have absolutely jumped into that one. I, re- I really liked her character. I think I'm just glad that she got cast in a superhero movie. Like, I know that she did the tanked uh, Wonder Woman pilot, but, like, she's right. a superhero. Yeah, you just yeah, look at her and just... you're like, yeah, you're a superhero. You should be a superhero. Once again, not yet. Um, Agent Carter, tough week for Agent Carter she last week. She got killed twice. Three times, if you include if you include Agents of Shield, where they addressed it. Oh, wow. she was in three times in one week. It was rough. So yeah, show is gone. Uh, yeah, rough week for Agent Carter. Listen, I, I don't know anyone who doesn't like Agent <laughs> Carter. Frankly, I. I, I but what that we're very specific. They're geeked in though. Like, yeah, our, our friends like it because that it's True. just the broad population. And there's, and there's a larger portion that has no idea what Agent Carter is. That's and the problem. Watching, I think. But uh, there is a uh, there is a petition going on on Change.org that has reached over ninety five thousand signatures nice. in eight in like six days since they announced it. That's and crazy for Netflix, which is the most obvious choice. But if that happens, they'll have to change up a little bit because Netflix has darker shows. I it mean, won't fit the universe as well. I, yeah, I think yeah. Hulu is a better destination, personally. And, um, and Haley Atwell has a new uh, show, so she's fine. Yeah. As long as she's on television, I'm happy, frankly. But, right. Um, After being killed three times, really yeah. glad she has that consolation prize. But why do you think, Doom, why do you think Hulu is a better choice? Um, Hulu, uh, well, Nef- I just think Netflix, it would be tough for them to muddle their dark Netflix. Like, right. The Netflix Marvel brand is very distinct. Right. Mm-hmm. It's this dark, gritty street level. And even though they have S.H.I.E.L.D. and Carter on there as, like, just streaming, um, I think to make it a uh, Netflix original would 
muddy the waters just <laughs> too much for what they're doing with the Defenders storylines. I so agree. I think, I think Hulu is just a cleaner place for it to go. Or just do it. I think they, they owe us a two-hour movie. Just wrap to it up. wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, wrap up the storyline. Give us something to finish out Peggy's story. Because we loved her. We loved her character. And we it, they left us on a cliffhanger. Don't do it to us. Yeah. Marvel. As it stands now, that is the tragic news to report. Um, but on the plus side, Civil War is now the biggest movie in the world. And that's crazy. Uh, it has just passed Zootopia, which is an all-ages movie that everyone saw, to make $981.9 million in climbing. It's only been out two weeks in, yeah. in the States. It's been out much longer everywhere else, but it's only been out two weeks here. That is so much money. It has a domestic haul of $310.5 million in two weeks. It costs two fifty dollars before marketing. It has made its money domestically back in two weeks and is approaching my boy Deadpool, who sits pretty at three sixty two point five as the highest domestic grossing film. Uh, that's a lot of money. Word of mouth means a lot, and and let's and we're gonna say good things about DC a little bit later, by the way. Yes, we are. Uh, but I mean, there's the example: Batman versus Superman got such a bad rap online, and, and people just saying I didn't like it, and then people didn't go. Um, the second and this week one, totals on this, are, it's not as big a drop. It's doing really well. It's got a lot of funny stuff. It's worth seeing again. Yeah, uh, I really liked it. I can't wait for Suicide Squad. That's all. Anytime Batman for Superman comes up, can't wait for Suicide Squad. Yeah. That's my only. Yeah. That's like my pull chain. Yeah, can't wait for um, Suicide Squad. It's just Civil War is a great movie. It's I can't so wait to see it again. And I don't. I don't often return for second viewings of films, but I can't wait to see it again. It'll be at a billion dollars in no time. Like it, it is cleaning up, and it's worth it. Like it's a really yeah. solid, well-rounded, awesome movie. It's just like. And as a, I, I hate spoilers. I try to avoid them as best as I can. And some of the things are actually spoiled for me in the funniest way in that I saw a, a Lego set at Target mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, well, that's going to happen then. Darn it. Like, yeah, it some yeah. stuff for me. But um, and yet it didn't matter at all. Sometimes if I go into a movie, I'm like, ah, oh, that thing was kind of spoiled for me. Then it takes away from it. There was so much halfway through the movie. I forgot Spider-Man was going to show up. Right. And when he did, I lost my mind. Like I've been, ex- I've been so waiting engrossed. for that for a year and a half. And when it happened, I'm like, oh, yeah, because ah! like, there was so much already by then. Yeah. I was so sated already. <laughs> and then to get that more yes and it just it should be taught in film school as screenwriting how to introduce a character with black panther Absolutely. and spider-man just have them in the movie you trust your yeah, audience this movie was, trusted its audience yes it was a ridiculously large cast and it mm-hmm. all worked so and the, yeah. the most beautiful thing for me with civil war was when they lined up to fight each and every character you knew their arc you knew why they were <laughs> fighting you cared about them that is beautiful with that large of a cast like it was the Ocean's Eleven like you actually invested in everyone you knew them all and Ocean's Eleven had the benefit of Brad Pitt and Matt Damon because you care about them from other movies this involved Black Panther who you just met Spider-Man who you love because he's Spider-Man not this Spider-Man it was beautiful uh, it also made Marvel the rare uh, like situation of being at 10 billion dollars wow. the Marvel films have made 10 billion dollars yeah. with a B. total that's a lot of money. Um, we only have 15 more minutes for to do news, but I need to know from the Cosmic Couch, uh, who each of you who is your favorite character in, in Captain America Civil War. I think I might know who yours is. I could be wrong. <laughs> who is your favorite character? Mine is Black Panther. Oh, my God. Oh. I got it wrong. <laughs> uh, great choice. How great was he, right? He's so cool. Yeah, I loved it. And what catching about you, Giant Man. I was I was <laughs> pumping the air when yeah. Giant when when it was just that was a, again another perfect introduction of just a new evolution yeah. of a character. Yeah. And, and Aunt I, Zilla. <laughs> Aunt Zilla. Aunt Zilla was great. 
And I think I think this is where 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 the Russos have done amazingly well is because of their history of dealing with ensemble mm-hmm. cast, which mm-hmm. has allowed all of these multiple characters to be on the, uh, on the screen at the same time. And you did get everybody's arc, and everybody did have a moment. There wasn't anyone that was wasted in yeah. the background. Yeah. Everybody, even if they were on for just a few minutes, huge impact, and definitely gets us more excited for all the next films without taking time just to do setup. It didn't yeah. feel like it was a prequel. It felt like it was a full story complete. Not sequel, not prequel. It was a movie that happened to have great tangents. Like, right. And Scarlet Witch Envisions thing was amazing. And like we talked about it in great length last week, so I don't want to go into it more. But it did an amazing thing. And it's now the number four. As it stands now, two weeks out, the number four Marvel movie, which is incredible. It's because fantastic. Marvel makes all the money, hence the I, $10 billion. Jessica Jones, who's your favorite? I think what's most appealing to me is, is uh, Bucky. I, there's this nice. weird thing about Bucky. I mean, that whole... There's something about Bucky. I love Bucky. I'm worried about Bucky. How yeah. long is he going to be frozen down there? You know? I, I I love that everyone has their own character. Yeah. Like, like everyone has their like one. Is he even really a, a hero? He's this. Yeah. He's this trapped. A true thing. anti-hero. And I yeah I love Bucky. On the board, uh, Gamer Girl two three three zero is is Ant Man is her choice. Uh, Team <laughs> Ant Man also Ian zero zero one. Paul Grant says I mind Spider Man. I don't even care. Paul White says Black Panther's female bodyguard. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce their names. It's the bodyguards that Black Panther has, and we saw her for a yep. moment, and it's it's a two words, and I don't know how to pronounce it, but I'm so excited that the, it's like Mira Dorja or something yeah, like that. I'm saying exactly I, please type on there because I, Dora Milaj. I'm saying it wrong. Yes. Anyway. Those, yes. Yes. I can't wait for more because that one moment was so powerful. Yeah, she and you, people who have no my my wife's like what just who's that? She's yeah. awesome. Like yeah. without knowing a thing, she they're his bodyguards and. They're better than he is. Like, and that's why I want Lapita to be his sister because she has such a presence. He yes. had such a presence in no time. And then that guard had three seconds of screen time. You're like, more. Yeah, you know, yeah more. more of that. More of that. So the actors have to be up to snuff because there's so much just gravitas. Yep. Uh, Jamel Van Westering, I'm sure I slaughtered that name, Scarlet Witch. And Ka- Cooper Hood would like to choose all of them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, everyone has their. And that's that's true filmmaking with an ensemble cast. It was amazing. Yeah. I'm with Team Ant-Man. I mean, of yeah. course. You're wearing the yeah. shirt right now, Doom. I am. Which is weird. Dr. Doom wearing an Ant-Man t-shirt. I mean. But- Doom supports just visualize it. In the comics right now, <laughs> Doom and Doctor Strange are homies kind of weirdly. Yeah. Uh, so moving on quickly, I won't even uh, issue a quote. I'm just going to say it because I think it's really funny and interesting. Fox wants Fantastic Four 2 still. Um, <laughs> I don't... Four stick 2. I'm not sure who... Uh, mm, I don't know who that movie's for. I don't know what they want to do. I do know they're all talking about how the first one didn't do well and that moving forward, Fantastic Four 2 has to make up for that. But I don't think that's maybe an option. Like, I don't know if you can get that bad a taste out of your mouth. Like, I don't know if that's a... And that news dropped literally the same day that Michael B. Jordan was announced that he was going to be in Black Panther, a.k.a. Uh, Human Torch from Fantastic Four has already jumped to Marvel now. As Chris Evans' Human yes. Torch has jumped to Marvel. Yeah, if you, wanna, if you want to be in the Marvel <laughs> Universe, play... Human Torch in a crappy That's Fantastic Four movie, and you've got it. That's My favorite yeah. headline, and I don't know who to credit this for. Somebody just put Marvel rescues another Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, amazing. Oh, I like to think that they put a blanket over you when you get there. Like, shh, oh, it's, it's okay. okay. It's they're all there. right. They're it's there. all right. I, if this is uh, Fox is actually putting this out there, I would bet you anything. This is just them attempting to raise the profile of Fantastic Four, so Marvel has to give them more money <laughs> to get the franchise back. Because there's all there's no reason for them to do it again. Yeah. No one's gonna see it. It's gonna lose money because it's an effects-driven blockbuster, but that they can't afford to make for the amount they're gonna lose. And you can't totally change the characters. You can't make the characters in the first movie totally different. And that was the problem. Is the first movie. 
Yeah, but the, like the Marvel Sony deal makes sense because that's just one property, Spider Man. But mm-hmm. like Marvel and Fox is going to be a mess. Well, they've already. We'll get to it at the very end of the yes. show quickly. Uh, but they've already gotten some of the rights back. Ghost Rider used to be Fox. Right. Blade used to be Fox. Correct. So we'll get to all those rumors at the end. Yep. But first, we have a ton of Black Panther news. So yeah, Fox and Fantastic Four too. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Michael B. Jordan officially back and officially with Marvel. We don't know who he's playing. We Black don't Panther. know yet. He he was the guy that as soon as uh, Coogler was announced, I wanted to play Black Panther. So I'm just excited that he's in this world at all because I love Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's one of the best actors working. I think he's a powerhouse. I, I don't know who he's going to play. I've heard rumors that he's going to play a villain. I don't even know who that could be. I don't care. He's in the movie. I'm excited. Yeah. But you know who isn't in the movie? Whom? John Boyega. Yeah, that was around, I think that just started yesterday as a rumor, yeah. right? That John Boyega of, of Star Wars was going to be in Black Panther, and he is not. That and that was, was like true. a rampant rumor. Like, it went everywhere in yeah. a hurry. Uh, yeah. So I just, I'm sorry for the bad news, but uh, not a thing. Uh, now, how do you folks feel about Black Panther? What are your thoughts before I move on to all the rest? <laughs> you got the right person. <laughs> I think someone's excited. I, yeah, very excited. I mean, and, and if you had told me that in 2016 I'd be having a conversation with, how old are you? 10 if, if you told me like a 10 year old would be like i can't wait to see more black panther I'd be like what yeah. like he's such a swept under the rug character but he's so great so I, I love that you're excited about him so um the movie's gonna take place in wakanda that's cool i think we're gonna have bucky we saw him at the very end so the rumor is yeah, that winter soldier could be in it and that the contracts allow for that and that you know he's physically there it would make sense right. so that's exciting uh the most exciting thing for me about black panther beyond the fact that he was a a scene-stealing madman in the movie like every second he was on screen you're like okay more he was a dreamboat let's just say oh absolutely i i have never seen black panther in that i've never seen a young black panther because in the comics he's a little more statesly and older yeah um so seeing like young dreamboat black panther show like Bossman oh just damn being like, hey. yeah yeah, just charismatic. Now, have just... you seen Creed? I have not yet. Okay, I know. We, we, every time I'm on your show, you yell at me Creed? for not seeing Creed. Yes. So Creed was perhaps my favorite movie of last year, if not my absolute favorite in the top three. It's brilliant. It is a, it is a perfectly sculpted film. It did a remake, reboot, sequel, as well as the first Star Trek did. It invented a new universe in the Rocky universe, which is nearly impossible to do because that film is so beloved. And it introduced us to a character that's incredible in one film with the Michael B. Jordan's uh, Apollo Creed's grandson. Now... Ryan Coogler says that Black Panther is his most personal film, and that's amazing because after Creed, everyone wanted a really good indie, something that was like in his wheelhouse, and we wanted to have this like kind of the new Spike Jones, like we wanted to yeah. have or a Spike Lee, sorry, Spike Lee. Uh, this this I'll take both actually. I mean, Spike both, Jones is both spikes are amazing great. visual style, but yeah, <laughs> good good spikes. But yeah. we, we wanted someone that had that like that power behind their filmmaking. So a lot of people were worried that he just did a big blockbuster like Black Panther because of how people would like you know how studios would be involved. But his quote is so good, I have to read it. So he said, quote, It's a specific challenge what Marvel's doing, and what you see a lot of studios doing now that Marvel has done so successfully, is making content that exists in a particular universe, where the characters tie in and cross over. And I think that's a great creative challenge to me, to make a movie as personal as possible. I'm gonna, It's going to be my most personal movie to date, which is crazy to say, but it's completely the case. I'm obsessed with this character and the story right now, and I think it's going to be very unique and still fit in the overall narrative that they've established. I grew up as a comic fan, and the same things used to happen in the comic books. You'd have Wolverine books, maybe so much darker and more brutal than the X-Men books, but they'd still fit in if you open the pages of the X-Men book. It's new to movies, but it's not new to storytelling. In that one quote, he sums up everything I wanted him to say about Black Panther because I've been so worried. I've wanted a Black Panther that felt like Wakanda, that felt like this extremely advanced technological place that happens to be in Africa that also somehow fits with the world they built that is so separate in the Avengers. 
This says that's his focus. This says yeah. it's personal. This says he's invested. And I saw Creed, so I know he can do it. What's cool about his old storyline is that he's kind of like Aquaman if Aquaman's done right in that, uh, or Namor in the Marvel Universe, in that Black Panther doesn't need us at all. No. Like, he, he's just fine. And yeah. then America keeps showing, America specifically, but I guess the world of Marvel keeps showing up to use his metals because vibranium is what they make there, and that's what Cap Shield is made mm-hmm. out of. Um, and I think Bucky's arm, I'm assuming. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right? Probably, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just like we, we people keep bothering them in Wakanda and they're like oh, what do you want I've got my own problem I'll come so, deal with it I'll fix your problem I'm going back to Wakanda yeah he has, he has no need for us and that's what makes him even better to me is he's just a king that just kind of humors us sometimes and he had that like genius billionaire genius billionaire philanthropist quote but like by way of like now that my father has died I am also king I'm like dude you yeah. are just the most badass yes. like every minute yes. you speak so that was really cool and this quote says that they're invested in that and it's also been established in the Marvel Universe that Black Panther is actually one of the smartest human beings alive. Yeah. Whenever they get collectives of, like, smart guys, um, it's Mr. Fantastic is there uh, from Fantastic Four and Black Panther. Um, yeah. He's one of the smartest people in the Marvel so Universe. So he's all those things and brilliant. He's smarter than Tony Stark. It's insane. And he's a better fighter than Captain America. Yeah, and he moves like he did that. It's yeah. going to be such a good movie. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple quick snippets. Uh Alexandra Ship, I, I believe that's how you pronounce her last name, who plays Storm, has publicly said she wants to be in Black Panther and be sure. the love interest because why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's a really I like cool. money. Please cast me. Yeah, I like Marvel films. Can I go there too? Yeah. Obviously, that's owned by Fox, so I doubt that would be possible, but it'd be really cool. Uh, Chadwick apparently went method on the set of Civil War, stayed in accent, stayed in character, and was completely Black Panther the entire time. That's which is exciting because so I would cool. love the idea of just like talking to Black Panther. Yeah. Like if the character was a jerk, that would suck. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, I've been character the whole I mean, time. He's I'm a jerk. Like a little... Yeah. Yeah. He's standoffish because he's royalty, but right. like he's new royalty. Yeah. I, that's so cool. He was yeah, Black Panther the, the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Like just talking to Chadwick. I wonder uh, how they chose the accent. Do you think it is a Wakandan accent? Like, do you think they combine accents or is it specifically like South Africa? I, I heard he researched ones? accents and made Wakanda. No. Like, way. By, by which area of the country it would have been and like that's why the dialects. So cool. And that would be. That's so cool. So much, much love for that performance. Now they're going to have to train everyone in the next in movie that, to talk like him. It's just Chadwick like, now say this like this, because he invented a thing. Uh, and finally about Black Panther. Bleh, sorry, I'm trying to rush. You got it, Black you got this. Panther. It's going to be a 90% African or African-American cast. So important. Yes. Yeah. That I mean, that's that's just how it's got to be. Like, there's no other option. Like, that's... I love that. I love that they came out and publicly said it. I love this the way they're going. I mean, it wouldn't make sense otherwise. If you're in Wakanda and it's just like the no. Avengers, a bunch of white guys. Like, Yeah, I, I have to throw out one sentence. We know that Lupita is in it. We don't know who she's playing. I just want to throw something out. We are making a Captain Marvel movie. They did not necessarily say it's Carol Danvers. Everyone look up Monica Rambeau, who also is Captain Marvel. Who's was also the character of, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Photon and... She had another light based name. I, I will. Uh, I will uh, contradict you on this one. <laughs> um, when um, when Kevin Feige first came out to announce the Captain Marvel movie back at that major that big event at El Capitan, I was there. Um, yeah. Well, did I, you say it? I was there as well. Um, he he came out and said, "We are making Captain Marvel, and her name is it's Carol, Carol Danvers. Danvers." Because he wanted to make sure it wasn't a man that people didn't think it was Marvel as Captain. That's fair. You're right. But man, I would love Monica Rambeau introduced in Black Panther as the as Captain Marvel. She's one of my favorite Marvel characters. She's amazing. Day. There's no One reason day. you can't have both, though. No, absolutely not. It's just that they'll probably call her not Captain Marvel. She'll probably be Spectrum. Anyway. So we had tons and tons of Black Panther news. Sorry for the, the speed of that. We had a lot of stuff to get through today. Uh, briefly, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Blade have all been rumored to be the next wave of Netflix. I, I mean, we've already got the street level. We've already got it established. We're already killing it. They've already proven that they can introduce a character in one show and make them amazing Punisher and get their own show. Mm-hmm. We already know we're building to Defenders. 
now it sounds like we'll have Marvel Knights because Marvel Knights would be pretty much comprised of those guys. I can't imagine how excited I would be the day I hear that Moon Knight has a show. And uh, Jack brought up something. Uh, <laughs> that would be me. So this is very quickly. I play every Marvel app game, by the way. So tell me which app games you're playing, except for the uh, Contest of Champions. It's the only one I don't play. But I play Future Fight. I play the one that are in high school. I play Puzzle Quest. I play them all. Um, and what's interesting about all those games, they're very smart in their marketing and that they'll start kind of pushing ideas onto you before a film comes out. So all the Civil War stuff they had queued up two months ago, you know, and they start pushing Civil War characters onto it. Um, so you know who Sharon Carter is before the movie. I know she was in. Yeah, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, they've been pushing Moon Knight like crazy. And the comics aren't even pushing Moon Knight right now. So like every game I'm playing is like, now Moon Knight's here. I'm like, why is Moon Knight know here? Know about this character. Know okay. about this character. Um, that's very exciting. So me. this rumor's popped up a hundred times. I've mentioned it a lot of times because I personally love all those characters. But like I said, today there's a lot of rumors that have become fact. So we just wanted to let you know that's a thing. And Hawkeye has been rumored to get his own show. Have you heard this? That uh, Hawkeye yeah. and Black Widow, they're saying as well, these are all rumors. All None rumors. of this should be taken as fact. I just wanted to point out that we all want it. The cool thing with Moon Knight is that the series done by Warren Ellis last year or two years ago, mm-hmm. um, that series, the first six that he wrote and then someone filled in for the next like four or five, which are still very good. You can just shoot it. It's like yeah. they did the Sin City movie. You could literally just hand out the comic books and shoot it. And panel it would be panel. perfect. Now, making a Blade show, we've already had a Blade show with Sticky, sticky fingers. fingers and Ghost Rider. We know the history of Ghost Rider. So those are a little they'd trickier. Have, have to start. I mean, do, do I want them? Thing. Absolutely. Am, am I like poo-pooing it? No, do it. Like, like yes, make those shows. But... They're going to have to really, like, gain trust on yeah, this absolutely. just because it already exists. But they've done that. I mean, Daredevil. 100%. And on great that network. Great example. Like, they literally were like, oh, that great thing. Great oh, example. Look. I mean, I think they yeah. can do it. Yeah. Um, the, the rumor I heard uh, about uh, Moon Knight is that if they do introduce him, it would be backdoor piloting, similar to Punisher. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, and I can't remember if I said it on this show or another one. I talk so much about Marvel, I can't stop. <laughs> um, but I think Jessica Jones is the perfect place Agreed. to uh, put Moon Knight in a, in a support group for people who have mental instability, because that's what Jessica Jones would be dealing yep. with after all the stuff with Kilgrave. It's perfect. It, it would be the perfect way to introduce at least the character, if not in costume. Absolutely. Mark, uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight has multiple personalities. He's Batman with multiple personalities. Um, and he wears white because he wants you to see him he coming. He wants you to see him coming. He uh, is so awesome. He's a very broken character and I really like him. Um, and that I is want a, one. <laughs> that's a great point um, because even in most of the Marvel movies and shows pull from Brian Michael Bendis's work and Bendis's introduction of Moon Knight in Ultimate Spider-Man was fantastic and did exactly that. Mm-hmm. You broke, you met the character first and then you found out what was going on in his head that he's got like a little girl character in there that he talks to and he's got a crazy serial killer in there. Right. He's nuts and now, it's great. These are all rumors and once again Hawkeye and Black Widow be a spy show. We've talked about how they want to give her her own property. Jeremy Renner has already said he'd do TV. Once again though, these are all rumors. I'm just hoping. I'm hoping the more we say we'll it, take the more it, it happens. So we have a broad audience here to uh, let the world know that we want this to happen. So, uh, you know, vote with your tweets. Make it so. I really want it to be a real thing. And Moon Knight is so exciting. So uh, I think that's I think that's everything. I think you covered Big everything. Big show, guys. Yeah. And happy birthday. Thank, Thank you so much for being here. And Marvelites, you're always amazing. And I love your Twitter and I love stuff. If I don't get back to you, it doesn't mean I love it any less. It's just been a very busy week. Uh, anything you want to pitch, good sir? First thing, Wes on YouTube, if they did Elsa Bloodstone, they could have, do Next Wave. Someone agree with me. I agree with you, Wes. <laughs> Make that thing. Uh, again, I'm Jack Conway. You can find me on Punch Drunk TV on iTunes. We'll be recording that session late this evening. And then you can uh, listen to us on iTunes tomorrow, yelling more about television and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Thanks for having me on. I want to thank Michael C. Rozek, I hope that said his name right, for sending us this amazing medley of All of these. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I, it's amazing. So I wanted to thank him directly for that. And uh, I, I, I don't know about these guys because I'm going to fight for him, but this guy's coming home with me. And... 
Guys, as always, we love you. We're going to be Tuesdays at 11 from now on. So I'm hoping you can all make it, especially the live chat folks, because it makes my week every week to come back to y'all. We'll be here Tuesday in like four days. Uh, that's math, right? Five days uh, to come back at 11 <laughs> o'clock. And maybe there'll be news. Maybe we'll just talk and take calls. Either way, this has been Marvel Movie News. If you're uh, if you're confused about the time change, because there's so many different time zones that you might be in, oh. go to at Marvel News PTN, where Colt Badeau on the Star Jammer will keep you up to date on the time change. Thank you, Doom in the Booth. And thank you, as always, Colt Badeau. And thank you, Time Zones, for confusing me forever. <laughs> Thanks again, folks. This has been Marvel Movie News. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Thank you. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principal. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>